welcome to Conveyancing Matters with Lorraine and Stu. Join us for a chat about all things property. Hey Stu, another Conveyancing Matters. So hot off the press then, we have got uh, this um, blog announcement, no less, from the Land Registry. And forgive me if I keep looking away, it's not because you're not gorgeous, it's because I'm looking at my other screen, because I am, I'm multi-screen, stand aside. Uh, from, and I quote, Monday 27th July 2020, HM Land Registry will accept witnessed electronic signatures. Electronic signatures that enable an individual to sign legal documents, but which still require a witness who is present at the time to sign the documents electronically. So come on, Stu, you're uh, head of a big conveyancing organisation by volume of land registry transactions. Is this the silver bullet you've been waiting for, mate? Lorraine, no, it's not. I'm, I'm worried about this big time. For me, it's not something that's going to massively, you know, aid our processes. I can't see it streamlining anything. For me, it's, you know, I, I don't really see a, a, an enormous appetite from clients to sign things electronically. For me, there's much greater problems that are at the land registry with delayed applications for registration that is causing an enormous backlog, preventing clients or subsequent sales and remortgages going through. So I really do think there could have been better things that their time may have been put to. But um, I'm not sure. What do you think? Well, I'm kind of with you on that. I mean, I have to say, you know, I, I, I've got to admit age. I've got to admit fuddy-duddy. I've got to admit, uh, you know, lack of IT skills, Stu. That probably is not a great mix for the prop tech firms that hopefully are watching this. Um, you know, I, I like the, the, the somewhat more traditional approach of let me see my client, let me see the whites of their eyes. Of course, we well know that's not a panacea against all fraud. But, um, uh, you know, a point you made as we were chatting about this uh, before we, you know, press record was, um, you know, an individual signature witnessed by an individual conveyancer uh, isn't going to stop fraud. Of course, it's not. But of course, what uh, if you if you see them face to face, that's a, a mitigation. And of course, we're perhaps only talking then, dare I say, about one fraud rather than you know, setting up the possibility of sort of significant uh, fraud, uh, you know, on a, on a cybercrime worry type level. Um, but as I say, as a, as a bigger sort of fast moving forward looking organisation, Stu, don't you kind of worry that you will be criticised for not embracing this to some degree? Yes, yeah, there is that. And, and no doubt we'll have to embrace it. The, the, the worry for me is, is cyber fraud is... Uh, you know, un unquantifiable in terms of um, the profession that we're in and, you know, we're such an easy target um, for the criminals that are out there that to me, this is just going to, you know, aid, uh, aid their process, be another string to their bow. And I, I don't really see that the profession was, was, was crying out for this. So for me, you know, I'm, I'm sort of in your camp as well. I, I don't really think that by having a, a wet signature, it's particularly delaying anything or, or causing clients, um, you know, any issues or, or any inconvenience, to be honest with you. I, I really do worry that the land registry are now pushing the onerous again back onto the property lawyers here. Um, you know, we're the ones that are going to be giving a certificate to basically, you know, make a, a bold statement that, that these electronic signatures 
are from the people that are relevant to the transaction, mm. done in a correct manner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it's just another thing for us to worry about and another sort of, you know, issue and another check that we're really going to have to make. And if one party doesn't want to embrace the electronic signature, how's that going to work? Because I can just see another situation whereby we're raising inquiries with another lawyer who doesn't want to embrace electronic signatures. And if he doesn't, and he won't give us the confirmation that we need to ultimately give a certificate to the land registry, what then happens? Well, you kind of go back to plan B. I mean, for any um, for anybody that wants a bit more detail who might be um, watching this, and I must say, you know, I've not looked at this in any detail because it's really hot off the press. But for any property geeks that are interested, it's Land Registry um, Gu Practice Guide 8 um, that's been updated and specifically rather nerdily Section 13. Um, and it's got the Land Registry's requirements specified here, Stu. And as you say, firstly, all parties agree to the use of electronic signatures and a platform. Um, all parties have conveyances acting for them. And that's a bit of a red flag to, for me that I'll come back to. A conveyancer is responsible for setting up and controlling the signing process. And then there's sort of the stages that you have to go through. But as you say, um, Stu, you've mentioned, you know, and I think a killer blow to a lot of for a lot of conveyances on this. Um, you know, not that I want to bog conveyancing matters down in, in the technical detail here, but a conveyancer lodging a land registry application is going to have to say, I certify that to the best of my knowledge and belief, the requirements set out in practice guide eight for the execution of deeds using electronic signatures have been satisfied. And my big concern, Stu, uh, as I'm sure it would be yours, is that is the whole issue of risk and liability. Where does that risk lie? Where does the liability lie? Uh, and frankly, from what I can see, uh, it's right at the door of the conveyances. I actually, um, I tweeted, I'm new to Twitter, um, I, but I did tweet the land reg about this uh, a couple of weeks ago because I was really a bit knocked about it. Something else I'm angry about. I think our challenge might be to, can we find one thing I'm angry about in every session? And I think the answer to that would be yes. But I did actually tweet the land reg direct and say, well, look, what about the liability for fraud and hacking? And it took them eight hours to come back and say, you know, our position on indemnity hasn't changed. Um, and it's been reported subsequently that the land registry themselves aren't going to be picking up any tab and that they are expecting you the lovely conveyances to uh to, to you know to, to to be satisfied that the platform you're using is secure so how do you feel about that how, how well, do you feel right, this, this, is, this is the exact problem isn't it you know we retain all of the risk uh we retain all of the liability and if anything goes wrong ultimately it's our fault and the land registry in essence are asking us uh, you know, if we're acting for a buyer, we've got to verify that the seller has signed that correctly. How practically do we do that? And, and the only way we can do that where we don't act for the vendor is, is by raising these questions with, with that, you know, the lawyer that is acting for them. And this is where it really doesn't work. And I, I just see it being massively open to, um, to, to, to risk, to, to fraud. You know, who, who gives these certificates within a practice? You know, well, and also uh, you've, you've come across, sorry to cut across you there, Stu, but you've actually come across a really important point because something else the land registry said specifically in relation to the um, responses that they had to a blog on this, which they posted on the 9th of July, 
they made it clear and they have said that the certification, um, the responsibility, and I quote, um, you know, it's appropriate for a conveyancer to provide assurance that the signing process has been followed. So it's the specific individual conveyancer that's given that certification, not even on behalf of the firm. So, you know, I have to say, um, I don't know how I as a locum would handle that, for example. So I'm, I'm, at the, I'm at the point at which I've got to give a different certification uh, in any event on the um, PDF that I'm uploading to the Landreg. I've got, as I say, I've got to give a different certification. I'm a locum. I'm finishing the file off. Um, how does that work with firms where they have teams of people doing exactly. the work? What about the passing a file to the post completion team? I've only just thought of that. Yeah, I find that is exactly what I was just going to go on to say. Um, I mean, here at PCS Legal, we, we've got our own post completion department that will carry out all the registrations. They, they in theory, would be giving that that certificate, but, mm. but they're not conveyances. You know, what about the guys that might not be qualified? So are we going to sort of define the word conveyances as licensed conveyances or solicitors? You know, where does it end? I think it just opens up a can of worms that could potentially cause more problems than it actually solves in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I suspect, I don't know, but I suspect that the term conveyancer would probably be, you know, the acceptable definition would be um, similar to the standard conditions of sale, i.e., um, qualified solicitor qualified licensed conveyancer but really not not many other people um but I, as i say what also worries me about this is this general narrative about conveyances and i think this is going to it's going to feed into it Stu, because what the land registry can now say is hey well no look you know look guys we we've said you can do electronic signatures oh no it's all you dud conveyances that are standing in the way of electronic progress that also just gets right up my nose to be honest yeah, well, I, no, I completely agree with you. I, I, like I said before, it's, it's opened up probably you know, a bigger can of worms and it's, it's really sold. There were far greater things of importance that the land registry needed to focus on. I'm not sure this was one of them. Uh, and with regard to elect, you know, electronic signatures, the way I understood the initial remit of the land registry when they were looking into registrations and, and this matter in general, uh, I, I thought it was going to be some kind of encrypted portal that we would be, you know, investing in or joining in not simply that you know we were able to accept electronic signatures it doesn't really solve any issues in my opinion and, and just creates a, a far greater risk than we're already carrying um and it just gets worse yeah i mean i think there'll be some prop tech firms out there Stu, that are sort of rubbing their hands together and if they can find a solution well you know frankly happy days but um and as i say i can only do bold and italic but I, you know, I wonder, I'm sure some of the boys out there and some of the girls out there, you know, might be happily shouting at their screens and in a way I hope they are and they might want to contribute to this debate. Probably, maybe, you know, distributed ledger technology, um, you know, the thing that sort of blockchain sits on um, uh, might be a way forward. But as you say, Stu, I had rather envisaged that this was going to be a sort of you know a, a central kind of you know government produced you know gold standard um uh system that we could all as you say log into and rely on but all it does is just going to disperse you know disperse the liability disperse the technology um and i'm not gonna i'm not convinced it's going to help the day-to-day -day grind at all really i completely agree with you I completely agree with you no i i'm as i say i'm 
the more I think about it, because obviously, you know, we've, this has only just sort of come about as we started to have our chat, really, Stu. Yeah. Uh, but the more I think about it, you know, as I say, the more angry I get because of the issue of risk and where the risk is just is where the risk is placed. Um, and I'm really interested, actually, to see that we probably come at this from different angles and different perspectives. But, but actually, <laughs> we see, you know, we see it very much in the same terms. This, this is exactly where I'd like to see. Um you know, the Law Society, the CLC, maybe jump up, um, you know, you know, and, and, and liaise with the land registries to, to, to why now? I mean, you know, we've just had a, a three-month period of lockdown. Um, most people are now coming back to the office. So, if anything, their timing's three months out, just for a start. <laughs> but Interesting. Yeah, for, me, for me, I'd really like to see, you know, on these occasions, our governing body sort of stick up for us because, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I'm not necessarily against uh you know technological advances however you know it shouldn't be at the expense of the lawyer that's the key well an expense is the key word isn't it because it does come back to risk and indemnity insurance but as i say and i quote directly now from the um from the land registry's blog um and i quote Stu, we fast tracked our work on electronic signatures because of the help it would give our customers facing the challenges of working away from their offices in recent months so there you go that's in paragraph two mate it's (laughs) they think they're jumping on the bandwagon and helping us but um i mean i hate to use the d word but i tend to not be able to stand in front of people these days and not mention the d word as in dreamvar because you know fundamentally as you well know um what dreamvar did you know it was sort of you know one of the many things it did i might add but it was sort of court of appeal approved sanction for lawyer pays because they're properly insured you yep. know in dreamvar were michon de Rea negligent absolutely not um were they did they act reasonably throughout yes they did were they at fault no um did they pick up the tab yes why because they were properly insured and that was the high court's summation which was endorsed by the court of appeal it's inconceivable um, surely that, that, that they could come to that conclusion but they did yeah. and it was a, again an enormous um you know problem that you know property lawyers are now faced with um and i, you know, and I see this as being exactly analogous exactly to that, that. yeah if there's great. if there's fraud or hacking who is going to pick up the tab it will be the conveyancer because they're yeah. properly insured. Um, and I, but I don't think able to cope. And I also think, um, uh, Stu, and again, you've probably got a view on this. What is going to be the view of a particular firm's indemnity insurer to whether, you know, a firm's use of a platform that allows electronic signatures? That's It'll right. Yeah. Un- unregulated platforms that, that, that will produce an electronic signature. Where does it end? You know, surely, uh, you know, insurance companies that provide our indemnity insurance, you know, they're not going to like that. Again, is it something else which will increase the premiums that we currently pay? We've already had to cope with, with numerous increases um, over the last 12 months because of the current climate, with COVID, etc. So this, to me, is the potential to increase those premiums again. That coupled with the risk that we're, you know, we're, we're taking on, I, I can't really see any kind of benefits you know, the, the negatives far outweigh the positives yeah. for me, personally. And I say, I'm, you know, um, I'm really sort of interested in that view. I mean, I have to say, Stu, on this particular one, I mean, I tend not to like to go on a public forum and spout off if I think I'm wrong. But in a sense, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be proved wrong. 
in the sense that if somebody thinks I'm talking absolute cobblers, well, they're more than welcome to engage with us. You know, if there are prop tech companies out there that want to, you know, put us in our boxes, great. Uh, I'd love to get the, the views of the indemnity insurers to this, Stu. So, you know, perhaps we'll, you know, conclude this conveyance in I matters think the key, on that bombshell. I think the key, though, yeah, if I interrupt just slightly, I think the key here, though, is I'm not sort of arguing that there aren't um, sophisticated platforms to produce electronic signatures that are safe. But nevertheless, as a buyer's lawyer, I'm giving that representation to the land registry when it's the seller's lawyer that would have gone through that process with their client. That, that's where the problem expands. It's not just the, the use of these platforms, the use of electronic signatures. It's the fact that I have to give, in theory, that certificate to the land registry. That's, that's the part that really niggles me. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. And as I say, if, if at any point any of this analysis or chat is proved wrong, uh, really, really happy to be, you know, proved right, to be fair. But um, I think this is probably a topic, Stu, that we're going to be coming back to. So, so. Um, so um, on that bombshell, we'll sign off and chat again soon. Will do. Take care, Lorraine. And you.